0: Welcome to Nirvana Sisters podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your
1: hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation.
0: Welcome back to the show, Nirvana Sisters family. It's Amy and Katie, and we are here today with the eyebrow guru expert, Daria Kruchinina, and I probably said her last name wrong, but it's all good. Um, she's telling me that, that that I said it well, so okay, I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, we're so excited to talk to you today, Daria, because we haven't talked about this topic on the show, and eyebrows is such a thing that we don't really know too much about, so we're excited to learn from you. Um, for our listeners, Daria is an award-winning makeup and natural brow artist. She began her career in Russia, where she worked with top models and prestige fashion, and beauty brands. Seeking international experience, Daria took her talents to New York in 2017 and quickly made her mark as a freelancer collaborating with beauty icons like Natalia Vinyakova, like which I can't okay. even say. Um, you have uh editorial work appearing in numerous publications worldwide, including Vogue UK, Vogue China, Vogue Russia, and many, many more. Um, and I know that you work with many um many stylists many celebrities etc cetera, etc cetera. so we are super excited to have your expertise in the show to tell us about
2: all things eyebrows um welcome to the show daria thank you ladies appreciate having me here on your podcast i'm really really excited to share all my experience and knowledge with you t- today yeah Awesome!
0: We're excited to hear it. So before we get into all of our millions of questions, we just want to take a step back and do our Nirvana of the week, which is really just something that gave us joy this week, made us take a pause, put a little smile on our face, and I will kick it to Katie to let us know what hers was this Thanks. week.
1: Thanks. I was just thinking about that, and I think it was over the just the past weekend, like the, the last Sunday, we took the kids to the pumpkin patch, and you know we're. On the East Coast and in New England, and Westport is like so. It's it's like you're in a Lifetime movie. It's like it's such quintessential fall. It, you know, it's my favorite season. After being here for a year, it's really beautiful—the foliage and everything. Um, and then the pumpkin patches. Were, it was just beautiful. So to see the kids running around and picking out their pumpkins and having apple cider donuts, and there was a little petting like farm situation.
0: Oh, I love. It that. was very
1: cute and festive and. For the season. It was just, yeah, it was yummy. What about you, Amy? That's such a good
0: one. I haven't done that in, in a long time. I love those pumpkin patches though. It's so like fall. Yeah. Um, so I would say we hit a really nice milestone here at Nirvana Sisters. We have published... Well, now it's probably over 76, 77, maybe even 80 episodes by the time this airs. So Katie and I are running so quickly building this podcast and business. And it was just nice to kind of get a notification of like, you hit a milestone. You've posted 75 podcasts. So it was just cool. We've been working really hard over the last two years and our tier anniversary is almost coming up. So that was um, a little something that brought me joy this week. What about you, Daria?
2: I really enjoy hearing what you ladies did. It's amazing. Uh, makes me also happy. So my highlight of the past week was um, meeting with my friends who I didn't see for seven years. Oh my gosh. Because they live in London. I right now based in New York and they had a flight here. So we spent amazing three or four nights out just exploring the city and I took days off. So yeah. That's yeah, nice.
1: that's great. It fills your soul. I love it. All right, well, let's kick it off. Um, first of all, let's start at the basics. Tell us about what you do and your specialty of natural eyebrows.
2: So, honestly, when I say when I try to explain to my new clients or to people who are not in the beauty field, even for those who honestly in the beauty field, what I specifically do, um, it it takes me like a couple minutes. To get through it because <clears throat> um, I work only with natural eyebrows, which means that I provide shape, tint, wax, lamination, and sometimes threading. But the thing that makes me very different from a, any other eyebrow specialist is the technique that I use for shaping, which is which I call signature eyebrow shape. It is made with the tweezers. So I basically tweeze eyebrows, but not just around how we usually do it, but I open the eyebrow and look through the hair and remove the hair that we don't need. That This hair usually either too old, too thick, or trimmed before. So instead of just plucking around the eyebrows and creating the typical thing like the shape, mm-hmm. I go in the eyebrow and create feathered, natural-looking, eyebrows. Oh,
1: yeah. That's interesting. Cause I have been really curious about how this new eyebrow trend of like the longer, fuller, more grown out. And I've tried to do that, but it's so uneven and kind of whack. And I assume I probably need you to get in there (laughs) and take out the ones that don't make sense in order for that to happen. Right.
2: Yes. um, I would say there are so many different techniques coming to the market And sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it completely does not make any sense. Like we have this trend like bleaching eyebrows every year, right? So Mad Gala or I don't know, the autumn trends, we keep seeing different things happening. But I believe to have a good shape, to have a really clean eyebrows. And I'm talking about clean, not only on your skin, but in your eyebrows. This is what makes any face brighter you have lifted kind of eyes open eyes brightened look and you just look fresh this is how this is how i'm trying to explain these things to my men clients straight guys clients Mm. constantly are afraid that it will look too feminine or too manicured so it take it takes long time it takes long explanations showing like examples but It's definitely worth it.
0: Nice. Okay. So how does one at home get natural looking brows or how do they sort of maintain maybe in between brow visits? But I know, um, like Katie was saying, there's been like this emphasis on this natural brow and how do you, what do you recommend to people at home? Like looking to keep their eyebrows in check
2: for my clients in between appointments, I recommend to moisturize eyebrows. So basically there are a couple things that you can use, couple treatments and ointments that you can apply and it will provide the moisturize for your eyebrows because we apply a lot of masks and conditioner to our hair, right? But mm-hmm. what about eyebrows and eyelashes? That's true. So I would say just keep it moisturized, nourish, um, do not trim. I'm very, very against of trimming eyebrows. And I don't know, just normal maintenance, I would say monthly or like for some people once in a two month appointments are enough, but nothing difficult. If my clients prefer to have some eyebrows routine, like makeup routine, I would say I would provide the specific list and mm-hmm. I usually send the eyebrows guide to all my clients or people who are interested and I'm very happy to share with you li- like people who listen in the podcast mm-hmm. for free the guide how to maintain what to use and it's all divided into shapes uh, colors and like you know options pencils gels clear gels a lot of options nice but okay. of so I'm I'm really happy
0: to share nice I love that Thank great you. and then how it you were mentioning some of the things to do to keep your eyebrows moisturized and um, conditioned What what type of products would you recommend for that?
2: I recommend to use natural product. It is called Tuya. This is the brand. It's mm-hmm. called Tuya. Uh, step three after elimination. But what exactly this product does is that it has a little bit of oils and it is wheat oil it has argan oil, but it it is not heavy. So the problem with moisturizing eyebrows, and a lot of people keep misunderstanding that you cannot apply 100% oil, like castor oil or flaxseed oil or peach oil on your eyebrows, because it's simply not going into the hair. It's not going to the cortex. It's not Um, it's not doing anything. It's just
0: sitting on the top, like, you know. So castor oil does not make your hair grow? I've been using it. No wonder they're not growing.
2: (laughs) And um, what is really important about all the 100% oils, it could have the consequences as allergies. So for Mm -hmm. example, this is what I... This is what I was through when I just started to grow my eyebrows back. Because I started my career with horrible experience myself. And this is how I became eyebrows artist. I was mm. like, okay, let's let's do it myself. No one can do that. I will do it. And um, it was a big misunderstanding in the beauty field that if you apply castor oil or ar- argan oil or flaxseed oil, your eyebrows will grow or eyelashes no it will not and second when you apply those oils for your lashes and you go to sleep it's naturally because we have the gravitation right it still works yeah. it's go it can go to your eyes or very close to derma and could clog your pores on the on the line where the lashes grow and could cause allergies in the future so my recommendation for someone who would like to grow um, eyebrows or eyelashes is to moisturize, to use serums during the morning or the daytime instead of the nighttime, mm. and do not use one hundred percent oils. Just use professional things. So, like so the up. product that you were just
0: talking about is something that could help with hair growth.
2: It. I would be honest. It's not providing the hair growth. It's okay. Providing the care for the hair that you already have. Got it. Any serum, any any product that promises you. Um, I don't know, two hundred percent extreme lashes. Yes, it will help for the amount of time you're using this product. As soon as you're gonna stop, your hair will be normal. Mm. And what is not great about this option of choosing serums that trying to help you to grow things, like grow your hair, is that we have specific amount of follicles in our eyebrows and eyelashes during the life. And if you're trying to speed up this process, there is the chance that by the age of 70 or 80, you will have less eyelashes or eyebrows naturally because you already overstimulated your growth. That's
0: interesting. So then what do you do if you want to grow your eyebrows and you don't want to use one of those serums? Do you just keep them conditioned and, or you moisturized?
2: Keep, you keep uh, your eyebrows and eyelashes conditioned and you do massage. So when, mm. I, when I'm when i talking about massage, you know, this uh, single single brushes from Sephora or like single mascara ones. Yeah. So you just brush it up. Really, like you need to feel it on your skin. Not just like, like this. You like push. Get in there. Yeah. It, yeah. So you brush it up you brush it in a diagonal way and you brush it down like two minutes each eyebrow and just massage in a circle way because this is what we do with the hair we brush our hair we go to treatments we do all this stuff and we need to remember about our eyelashes and eyebrows it seems like (laughs) it would
1: feel good too to do that
2: right because it has the stimulation for your like literally, you stimulate the yeah
1: naturally right. So that
0: helps to stimulate the follicles, yeah. which will then grow.
2: No. Okay, good to know. I want to know how
1: someone figures out the perfect shape eyebrow for their face. I've seen formulas before, and I'm curious what yours is. This yes. formula,
2: like, yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> is that correct? No. It's okay. Not. Oh, um, interesting.
0: <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Katie's okay. doing Katie's doing the point up from the nose and then the angle, like what you always see. Yeah. Take a pencil. Right. I have a pencil. Yeah.
2: So the typical formula that we can find somewhere on, I don't know, social media platforms or all over the internet. And I believe those pictures, honestly, they've been there forever, like from right. 2005, 2010 yes. maximum. So it's like this one, you put it to your nose, you do the uh, arch and you do the end of your eyebrow the problem with this method is first that you cannot measure it correctly because if you a little bit tilted here right it could be here my arch could be on this point but if i move it could be here also so how could you know and it depends where you look if you look straight you will have one point a point Mm -hmm. b i mean the arch and when you slightly move your eyes and you need to measure it somehow, you need to put the mark, like it could be not even. Right. <laughs> and over the time, we have this um, interest in fashion and styles. So sometimes it's a little bit wider. It's, it could be a little bit more straight, a little bit more arched. So honestly, what I say to my clients is that we need to see what the person has. If you have amazing straight eyebrows, what's the point trying to get extreme Mm peak? There is no point because there will be not enough hair on the top of the eyebrow and we would remove too much in the bottom of the eyebrow. So instead of trying to be like, you know, this uh, trendy eyebrows shapes for 2020, (laughs) 2020, We're just trying to maintain what we have naturally and make it look as good as possible.
1: I like that. That's it. I, I have always kind of liked the straighter eyebrow on, on myself. And then I also saw there's all these trends, right. That you were just saying that, what's this trend where like now they're like going up and everybody thinks it makes you look really lifted. What is that called? There's a name for it.
2: I'm not sure how it's Honestly, it's been forever. Like, okay, not forever. For the last three years, we have this trend when people started to wear tapes. I yeah. Think the makeup also. I, I see this everywhere. Like people wear tapes and instead, like you, you see my normal eyebrows and then they put the tape and it's going like this. Right. Of course, the eyebrow is going a little bit up. So you have the more straight eyebrow, less arch, but at the same time, It looks a little bit odd.
1: You know whose eyebrows I think yeah, natu- naturally it's like the Kindle, Kendall Jenner. I think her, she has like very that's what I saw on social media. And then the other one that I that I really do love that I think is very chic and looks great on everyone is like just kind of like grown out and just like super to your point, super super natural, but like thicker and fuller and longer. The
2: soap brow is that oh, what, it's what it's called? Soap brow. No, 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 I didn't think this is the same. So I would say the the first look that you mentioned like grown out supernatural one it is referred to models environment so every time I do top t- t- top models eyebrows I never remove too much hair underneath I'm never creating the like you know the full shape mm-hmm. we we'll live in some options for the makeup artist who's gonna work on sad uh, but soap brow look is actually lamination look ah okay so people who i believe don't want to do lamination they create they can create the same effect with a soap bro and soap bro originally was the name of the brand but not but now it's like you know any brand could say soap bro okay and yeah i don't
0: even know what lamination is i've heard of it but i don't really know exactly what it is
2: so lamination is the chemical this is the conversation I had with my morning client today. (laughs) She uh, scheduled everything, like everything, all the possible options. And she's my first time client. And I'm usually very straightforward with first time clients. I'm like, Hey, what is the goal? How do you want your eyebrows to look like? What is, how do you want to maintain? Do you want to take any, um, Any possible like new things? Do you want to add something to your beauty routine? She was like, no, 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 no. I want like easy maintenance and I want lamination. But lamination is not easy maintenance because uh, lamination is a chemical process, two-step process for your eyebrows. With the first step, we apply the chemical that helps um, basically to ruin the hair structure because in that case, we can move it. We can make Mm -hmm. it flexible. And if someone has eyebrows that going down or too much sideways, we can straight it up, but not 90 degrees like this way, maybe like 65 degrees, right? 45 even. Um, So with the first step, we just ruin the hair structure. Unfortunately, it is what it is. It's not a spa procedure. It's not restoration or something, Mm -hmm. no. And with the second step, we apply the ointment that helps to keep the structure of the hair back and to, to provide the normal hair pH balance. And with the third step, which is the same Tuya o- ointment, it's like the oily, well, the oily third step ointment that helps to keep it moisturized because lamination dries the hair. So in uh, New York specifically, I'm not sure about other states. But in New York specifically, in the area where I work, I see a lot of ladies coming to me with burnt eyebrows. Mm -hmm. And when I see burnt, it's literally ginger ginger red color because the hair is burnt from the inside. Mm. And in a couple months, it's starting to fall off. Why this happens, again, because lamination is not a spa procedure. It's not... Um, treatment. Lamination is a chemical chemical procedure. So I believe lamination should be done with a professional who understands the timing, the specifics of your skin, the specifics of your eyebrows, and the look that you want to keep and maintain. Because it requires extra moisture for your eyebrows. It requires the client to purchase this ointment and actually to apply it every like once in a three, four days and coming back to the soap brow so the soap brow they help this is like the actual soap yeah. that you brush you go through your eyebrows backwards first like this way and then you brush it normally like in the in the direction of your hair growth it helps to create the lamination look for a day it definitely need to be washed in the end of the day, people cannot sleep with this because the soap is drying your hair uh, structure. So the hair is getting a little bit more uh, fragile, dry. And um, I would say people should use if they want this lamination look, but don't want to use the chemical, they can use soap brow for maybe like twice a week, but not often. And uh, so does the lamination help? Like, does it but lamination helps to create thickness illusion or uh-huh. to redirect the hair. So for example, for my clients who have really um, odd hair growth, for example, from this side, sometimes hair grow in this way, we can yeah. use lamination, but only like 40 degrees or 50 degrees, because if you will swap the hair 180 or even 90 degrees, it's going to just fall off uh-huh. because the hair cannot be re- redirected this much. There is a certain, you know, proportion that we can use and can apply.
1: So that's more interesting to to get the eyebrows to go the way that you want them to go. It's not so much like a look, a fashion style, a trend, like the soap brow. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is the soap brow the trend where it just looks kind of like oily and in place and long and like sticking upwards mm -hmm. and everything? Yeah. I really like that look. Yes. <laughs> I've been trying to figure yeah. out how to uh, get so it.
2: Brow, so brow helps uh, to achieve this over laminated look. Okay. And when I say over laminated, because good lamination should not, should not look super slick. It means that the hair was burnt and it's mm, it. eventually going to fall okay. off in a couple months. So yeah. So brow can help to create lamination look without like with minimum damage. Okay. With minimum
0: depth. So you mentioned something earlier about cutting brows. So you're saying that's not a good thing to do. So my eyebrows are curly, like I feel like they grow and they get curly. And mm-hmm. I haven't cut them in a really long time. But I used to go to people that would like thread or wax or whatever. And then they'd like cut up here just so they were like tight. Um, why is that bad?
2: I mean, it's a very serious conversation right now. <laughs> so this is why most of my clients uh, keep, they just traveling from, I have clients coming from Florida, from LA, like at least once in three months. So uh, this is the circle that you're in. The circle called trim and trim. Why? So your eyebrows are getting curly right? It bothers you. It's getting long. You cannot style it. You go to the place and they brush it up and trim. And in three, four weeks, you're like, oh my God, it's again curly, right? Yeah. And you don't know what to do with this. So this is the circle, how to break the circle. Uh, why? First, I will explain why your eyebrows are getting curly. Probably naturally, you have a little bit wavy hair.
0: Yeah, curly. hmm
2: but what's going on with the eyebrows that are trimmed? We have the hair that, okay, it's, I know it will sound very basic, basic information, but we all <laughs> need to this. So this is the skin layer, right? We have the hair growing from the skin. The follicle is based in the skin. So it's growing long. You don't like it, you trim it. So the hair keeps growing from, from the skin, right? From the follicle. But the tip is already flat. It's not pointed it's flat Mm -hmm. and the hair is getting thicker because it cannot naturally fall off because the hair that we're losing, it's falling off because of the weight Mm. or because of the damage. So the hair is getting thicker and thicker. And because of that, it's starting to curl. Mm. So instead of trimming again, I would recommend to do good shape. That means slowly removing trimmed hair and i i maybe trimmed twice in my life for someone because it was you know just one specific hair or like the hair that i cannot remove because it's creating the base and the structure of the eyebrow and it should be trimmed in a diagonal way not enough not flat yeah like if someone is brushing and doing this, it shouldn't be trimmed like this. It should be trimmed with a specific scissors like this.
0: Yeah. but funny. Yeah. my um my eyebrows, like over the pandemic, I guys like didn't get them done. And I actually think by accident, they got better because they got longer. Um, Because I haven't done anything with them. And they're almost like, I mean, I still need to get them shaped, but I don't really feel the need to cut them anymore because they're just like kind of there. But Mm -hmm. I think I accidentally did a good thing by not cutting them.
2: (laughs) I mean, that's great. And honestly, uh, most of the people in our industry, in eyebrows industry, all over the world, they still trim eyebrows because it's very easy fix. Right. Brush. All like from from the beginning till the end, you just brush and you trim. That's easy for the professional, but I prefer a different approach because I believe that we are here to create long term beauty, not just easy fix for all of us. And um, I know that it takes about a year to regrow all the trimmed hair in your mm. eyebrows. Regrow, I mean still having appointments once in a month and a half, like a month, because you need to remove this hair. You need and the new hair with a thin, good tip. Thin, not trimmed. So it takes kind of a year to regrow uh, trimmed eyebrows, but it's definitely worth it.
1: What do you think about all of the different... I mean, I know you prefer to pluck, but uh, threading. I've never had threading done. Have you had threading done, Amy? I don't really... Yeah, that's usually what I do. Is it yeah. is it better than waxing? If you know, if somebody like can't tolerate the plucking, what would you suggest?
2: Mm, sometimes I do spreading for my clients, but only for people who have allergies for wax. And this is obvious: is if my client has the allergy for natural or artificial wax, we definitely try to clean the baby fuzz at least here on the top of the eyebrows uh, by threading. But the thing with the threading is I do not like to create the shape with the thread, like the, you know, traditional way, how uh, in India they do or in the South of Russia, for example, we have a huge community that are very into threading. They all have this thinner eyebrow look, which was was in a trend a long time ago but not anymore and with a specific and with a specific uh, signature eyebrow shape that I do it's not enough you st- I still need to go through the eyebrow and pluck some hair that we don't need and some of my clients are really like crying they curse in me <laughs> but in the end they're all very happy and I'm like okay okay just do whatever you want you want to cry you want to talk all this bad things. Okay. That's fine. In the end of the appointment, everyone is happy. And happy.
0: I'm sure. So you do only plucking, you don't do waxing or do you do wax?
2: I do. I do wax sometimes when I see that we need to remove the fuzz, yeah. or it would just look much cleaner. Uh, but if my client has some con- condition, like if the skin is irritated or too dried, or I don't know, it's, changing of the season. And I see it's not going to be good. We're skipping uh, waxing. Yeah.
0: And is, I don't know if this was like an old, like wives tale, but isn't plucking supposed to be the best. Isn't waxing like, can't they give, I, this is probably just like hearsay and not true, but can't waxing give you like more wrinkles than plucking. I feel like I heard that back in the day. Did you ever hear that? Katie? I've never heard that one. <laughs> I, and I've always plucked. Like I've never, I mean, I've waxed once in a while, but I usually pluck or do threading or something.
2: I honestly think it depends what kind of wax is used and yeah. how it's applied and how it is removed because uh that's the thing with the threading actually. What I do not like about threading and the hard wax that removed with the you know, the paper stripes. Yeah, yeah. I do not like when they need to hold it and to stretch the skin. Right. Yeah. So this is the, the thing with threading. If you would calculate how like if you would start threading at 14. And you thread till 60 right how many times you stretch your eyes and when you're pulling it up yeah Yeah. you need to sit like good point
1: what do you think about tinting eyebrow tinting i've done it once
2: i mean if it's if it is a correct tint color that's good I mean, yeah, it, the tint could look hor- both horrible and
1: amazing. I—that's when I first had it <laughs> done. I was like, "Whoa!" and it was way too much. But now, when I look back at pictures on it, I actually thought it looked nice because I have blonde eyebrows, and it felt fill them out this whole conversation is reminding me of something I did as a child to my eyebrows and I have to tell you guys I was reading like Cosmo or Glamour and it was talking all about plucking and I was maybe eight or nine and I was too afraid to pluck so I shaved them and then I accidentally like off did you shave it off because I mean I like accidentally went too far and so like I shaved one and so then I had to shave the other one
0: Oh, my God. That's awful. It was
1: awful. We need to see a picture of that. One. I, I actually have yeah. a school. It was right on school photo time. So I actually, have it. but I was with my family and I had cousins in town and I was just waiting for like somebody to call it out. I didn't want to tell my mom. And one of my cousins said, oh, my gosh, what happened to your eyebrows? And then that was it.
0: Oh, my God. I never knew that story. That's so funny. So how long did they take to grow Forever.
1: And I still feel like, yeah, I feel like my eyebrows are so, so thin. And it's probably because I shaved (laughs) them.
2: (laughs) It happened to me, too. I was like uh, 14 or 15. And I remember my mom coming back from work. And I plucked. And somehow I had only this area and nothing after the arch. Oh, my God. I looked like this, you know, like, like a crazy person. Right. <laughs> right. And she was like, Daria, it was, it will never grow back. What did you do? And I started to cry. I bursted in tears. Oh. So it took me like half a year to grow back. <laughs> oh my God. Horrible. So
0: speaking of um, dying eyebrows in the same realm, what, what do you think of eyelash extensions?
2: Um, honestly, I don't have anything against, uh, eyelash extensions because in most cases right now it's done in the right way. It looks natural, at least like the, the lash artist that I'm following, it looks natural and good. The only problem, um, I think in the industry right now is lash lamination and lash perm, oh, wow. which I see as a big problem. Um, I mean, again, I live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and it's I have no like idea I, I have no idea who's doing that, but we have a couple of specialists around who, who apply too much and for too long the lamination process. So what's happening? I see clients who step into my office and they come, for example, for eyebrows appointment, but I could see that the lamination didn't go well for eyelashes. Because
0: that it's seems scary thing. to do on your eyelashes. Yeah. so close to your eye.
2: It's scary. I would say in the way that it is super close to your eyes. You need to understand, um, how to maintain this thing because there is the special silicone pad that they apply. And then they brush up with the like glue and the first step ointment of your lashes up to hold it to like ruin first. Uh, the Mm. texture of your eyelashes and then to fix it back. So what's happening, what I see, and this is really, really a big problem in the industry right now. People who provide the service cannot apply the, the silicone pad actually close to the growth of your lash line. So it creates this L shape in the end Mm. of the procedure. That doesn't look great. And, um, What client would have is the difficulty to apply mascara and this L-shape thing, it will um, create the option or the potential option to break your lashes because it's getting very fragile in this degree because our hair normally doesn't grow like this. We have natural curl. But when it's bumped like this and basically broken, uh, it could just fall off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's oh scary. Well, I um, am going to come and see you and get my eyebrows done really soon because <laughs> so I need to. And help. can
0: you put it on camera, Katie? I yeah. want to watch because when I come to New York, I'm going to go to you too. I used to have this great person in New York a bazillion years ago, and I just haven't found anyone good since. So we'll be visiting no, you. You're
2: always welcome, ladies. I will, I will, <laughs> and you're I will, in I will, New York City? I, will make the time. I love that. Yeah.
0: You're, are you in the city or in Williamsburg?
2: I'm in Williamsburg, but it is one stop from the city.
0: Yeah, no, I used to live there. That's great. And I know you also know like all the makeup and beauty trends for the fall. So give us a little, give us a little insight into what you're seeing. That's like the new or the, you know, some fun makeup things that you're seeing.
2: Um, Honestly, I am this type of person who believes that Everything is already created. So we have kind of the same uh, styles over the years. And as always, uh, during the autumn season, it is red. red, It could be red lipstick, Mm. a little bit more red, um, I would say, burgundy color for your chicks, Mm. like blush maybe. And my thing, my favorite thing is to apply the same blush for your lips, for the blush area, and a little bit on your eyelids. It looks really fresh, and it looks, you know, like normal. It's not off. Um, Another big trend in the industry right now for the makeup is liners,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: colorful liners. So it is not boring. Uh, okay, not boring, but it's not just classy black, but dark brown, again, burgundy, gray, and maybe some... I don't know reds. Do you mean liner Red. for your eye? Yeah, liner oh. for your eye. Just colorful liners. And no makeup makeup is always every season yeah. in high demand. So, yeah, it's pretty good options we have this season. I
0: like the idea of doing a fun liner cuz it's true like I feel like I always just put on black but like to have like a burgundy or something would be
2: fun. Try dark Dark brown or brown. That's what it I always really use.
1: I, I stopped using black so long ago because for whatever reason, it always I always felt like it looked too harsh. And then so I switched yeah. to really dark brown, and it just kind of blends better. But yeah, yeah, soft Yeah, yes. the no makeup it looks makeup very look. Natural.
0: Yeah, yes, that's mm-hmm. like my. Goal always, the new makeup
1: (laughs) makeup. Daria, thank you so much for being with us. This was so fun. So tell our listeners where they can find you. Do you have, um, what's your, you know, your Instagram handle? We'll have it all in our show notes as well.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, you being here and talking and have this amazing conversation. I'm happy to share my experience. So I... I'm always on Instagram or like email, but I have the office in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So people can stop by the office to make an appointment. And is your
0: Instagram at Daria Kruch? I'm not even going to. No, this is uh,
2: Kruchinina.pro, K R U C H I N I N A dot pro.
0: Okay, we'll put it in our show notes too, and you have a website as well, which will lead people to. Okay, so let's do our quick wrap session. Okay, you ready? What is your favorite wellness or beauty hack?
2: Um, Sleep well, eat well, be yourself. This is my Mm. wellness hack. Yeah, I love those. Good one. The
1: next (laughs) next one we called our five minute flow. You just got out of the shower, and Uber has pinged you. They're five minutes away. What are you going to do to get into that Uber on time?
2: So I honestly, I hope that by that time you have the moisturizer on so it's kind of like prepped, you know. Uh, if not, just um, have moisturizer in your arms and apply it to the to the lines. So like fine lines, massage lines, you just apply it in the way you lift in your face. Uh, the same with a quick uh, BB cream or my favorite is Chanel foundation. It's super thin, really nice. And um, I would say... A little bit of blush, as I said, on the cheekbones, on the lips, a little bit uh, on the eyelid. Same with the my favorite product. Um, this is Charlotte Tilbury Filter. It's kind of highlighter, but it looks super natural. I don't know. I would. I think you can squeeze in mascara application and quick bro brow gel application. Um, yeah, that would be the thing.
0: Nice. And how do you maintain your daily nirvana?
2: I started to meditate two months ago. I started meditation and I feel it really helps, you know, it really helps. Yeah. Do you listen to guided
0: meditation or do you do your own meditation?
2: Uh, I do the breath work in the morning Yeah, and I, I go to a local yoga studio. So that helps me to be in the moment and to be in the local community at the same time.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. This, this is such a fun conversation. And now I'm going to be obsessing over my eyebrows until I see you, which I'm going to be in the me city next like, Friday. Like, oh, so oh my God, I, I need
0: to like do a brush up, I need to, I know. <laughs> need yeah. to judge.
1: All right. So before we let you go, we'll wrap with a little mantra. This is just kind of a, a cute one since we've been talking all things beautiful. Letting go is hard but being free is beautiful. So mm.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. I kind of inverted those. That those eyebrows yeah. free. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Maybe we should do that one. I literally in my brain inverted a couple words. So it made more sense.
0: Wait, what do you mean? Did
1: I, you I just, you I, I thought it said quote. something else. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs>
0: it's Friday.
1: Friday. It's all good. Um, okay. The quote is it's, it's Friday, Friday and it's Friday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: thank you so much.
0: Thanks for listening to Nirvana sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes, please subscribe and leave us a review. Also find us on Instagram at Nirvana sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye.